0: you are listening to football and fluff where we talk a lot of football and a little bit of fluff this podcast is a venue where we discuss college football and its fluff With your co-host i'm hank
1: and i'm trey
0: i'm the football and i'm the fluff Time for the cover three question. So, Fluff, how are you today?
1: I'm well, love. Thanks for asking.
0: This is football and fluff. Word Play of the Day brought to you by Fluff.
1: Word Play of the Day hash marks. The short lines that measure the field in one yard intervals between the yard lines. Before every play, The ball is spotted between the hash marks or on the hash marks, depending on where the ball carrier was tackled on the preceding play. Hash marks run the length of the field and are located 70 feet and nine inches from each sideline. Hash marks, word play of the day.
2: just winning and losing. It's about the total development of the student athlete. I love, I love what you guys are doing. I thank you guys for having me, thinking enough for me to
1: say, hey, this is the guy that we can have on our, on, our, on our
0: show. Football and Fluff family, the legend from Georgia, Garrison Hurst. I, I came through a, a process where I had great coaching that, that really emphasized, and not what you teach, it's what you emphasize. Football and Fluff can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, Anchor, Overcast, Pocketcast, and Breaker. We can be reached at footballandfluff at gmail.com. Tell us about some topics that you would like to discuss. This is Football, and fluff. This week, we had an opportunity to sit down with two gentlemen that played in the Toledo City League and attended Matt Cumber Whitney Vocational Technical High School. What's going on, brother? Hey, man, what's up? How you been, man? I'm
1: all right, man. That's your that's your fraternity advisor?
0: Yeah, yeah, I've been having this for probably 10 years. OK. Yeah, man.
1: So how are things going, man, before Good, we start? Man.
0: What's going on with you?
1: McKin- uh, McKinley, what'd you say? Nah, uh, McKinley said hello. Hey, she, niece. She, she don't want to show her
0: face. I don't know why. But, what? Yeah. She better come yeah, see her she, uncle.
2: Yeah, come <laughs> down there and say hi. So. Dre,
0: you on? Why my video ain't on? Because you don't have it turned on. Look at, look at, there she go, you see her? Hey, niece, how you doing? Oh, just pretty as she want (laughs) to (laughs) be. Thank you. How do I cut it off? Look at, look at
1: the bottom of your, um, the bottom of, there you go.
0: Yeah. how to break technology?
2: Oh, he, he, ha, ha.
0: What's going on, brother?
2: How y'all feeling, man?
0: You doing good. We're going to get right to it. Okay. So, um, first of all, we played in the '80s in the in in Toledo. Damn so, the eight. Yeah, it's, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute. So, this is part of the Toledo series. Okay. And, okay. And so, we I'll, I'll ask you some particulars. You know how I am. I'm gonna dig down in your business. Back right. You Bubblegum <laughs> used to be running in the NTOFA. Oh, then, hey, man,
1: oh, hey man! hey! Don't don't disrespect the NTOFA like that, man. I just gave you props, man. What you okay. mean? Okay, <laughs> okay.
0: <you>. So, <laughs> so, uh, and then we'll go. What's from-
1: the TOFA? Uh, North North Toledo North North Toledo Timers Football Association. That's where that was equivalent to like the the mid the, the mid city. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was our version of it, and then we had the mid city. And then you had where the East Siders play that were over by waiting all them.
0: So. Right. Oh, and, man, and then yeah. you had the Catholic league, but Goodlow yeah. was killing them in the NTOFA. I used to go over there and watch the games. When wow, I, I didn't
1: America. know that. Yeah we, yeah, we had our little, we,
0: cause I think the city had more than us. So we only had six teams. Right. right. How many did right. y'all have? I think a 10 or 11. Yeah, they was deep. Cause we had every, every grade school had a team basically. Yeah. Or junior high at that time. was because we
2: played over there with Nathan Hill and them. We yeah, CYA Catholic Youth left. Yeah, yeah, that the CYA.
0: Yeah. That was the other league. Exactly. Yeah, it was three. It was three major leagues in Toledo, and that was the other one. Yeah, yeah. Football and Fluff family, welcome to the show, Andre Neal and Tony Goodlow. What's up, brothers? What's going on?
2: How you doing? Well, what's up, big man? Live.
0: Everything is good. First of all, I'd like to, uh, and I'm not going to cry because I know what y'all, you know. You, know.
2: <laughs> you get emotional, Hank.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, man, I appreciate you brothers taking the time out to come on the show. It was a bucket list thing for me to do, as we've talked about before. And I'm glad you'll be able to come and speak in front of the family and share with them some of the things we did back in the 80s when we were athletes, as part of our, our Toledo City League Athlete Series, because we are interested in interviewing all athletes of all genres from Toledo. And I happen to have my two best friends from high school as guests on the show representing the 80s athletes, 70s, 80s athletes in Toledo. So I would like to uh, ask you guys a few questions and we're gonna share with the family. First of all, uh, our relationship and then we'll talk about athletically what we did uh, in the league, uh, in the city league. So we, as we were talking before, Tony Goodlow came from the NTOFA league over on the north side. So you would have gone to Woodward, right?
1: Yeah, Woodward would have been my district school if I had attended that.
0: Right. And then, Dre, you were in the Devilbus district, correct? Correct. Yeah, missed they should have recruited you because they missed out on a jewel. But I'm glad you came to Macumber.
2: And, you know I was,
0: <laughs> and I was—I grew up in the Scott district. So we had um, Woodward, Devilbus, and, and Scott. We all went to Mac Humber, and we became Mac men. So that was awesome. So, Dre, tell us, how did you get started in athletics, and what sport did you start in?
2: Uh, I would have to say it was uh, football, actually, in the fourth grade. I ended up making a team for Nathan Hale and uh, me and my cousin, Mikey Gaines was the only fourth graders on the team. There was uh, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh grade uh, for this, for, for our league over there. And uh, I made third string running back, you know, and that was a big thing <laughs> back then. Being the only fourth grade, uh, fourth grader on there. Cause we had guys on there like Derek Brown and, uh, uh, Sean, oh, uh, what's Sean's last name? He ended up playing for St. Francis, St. Francis basketball. Him, Sean, uh, Sean Reed.
0: Reed, Sean Reed. okay.
2: Sean Reed was a yes. quarterback back then. Nice. You know? and back then when they when he scored 21 points or two tu- or three touchdowns, the first stream had to come out. Mm-hmm. And then we we're able to go in, which they always did because those guys were great uh, <laughs> back then when they played. So Yes, when I started, it was uh, it was football first, and then uh, I played basketball for Nathan Hill in the, in the sixth grade. But it was always it was football first, and actually baseball as well, for that matter.
0: Nice, nice. I do remember uh, playing you. Uh, we I went to Glenwood in the sixth grade, and we played Nathan Hill over at Nathan Hill. And I remember you specifically because you had a, a, a afro and you was chewing the hell out of some bubble gum, and, <laughs> and I. And, uh,
2: because I was so
0: nervous, and <laughs> <laughs> could ball, and could ball, yeah. Tony, tell us how you got started in athletics.
1: Well, it was more the same, like the same way out, out Stickney uh, on the north side. Um, it was just we had, you know, everybody had little street teams. So it was me. I, I played for Mayor. Um, you know, guys know Ed Shy. Yeah, he was on my team with you know Woody Fisher. It was probably about like six or about five or six of us playing. And uh, Hamilton was the school that I would have attended at that time. And so playing football, like fifth grade, you could try out. But Coach Artie, he would not allow fifth graders on the team. Mm-hmm. And I, I could see why. So we was playing. So I didn't get a chance to play until my sixth grade year. And like I said, out there, man, we played like some some, some hitters back then. Because uh, I remember Willis Stanley, he was mm-hmm. in the eighth grade at that time. He went to start because um, he was he played for Toledo. Fred Bell it was, was amazing speed. You know, he had one of them, him and his brother Kevin Bell. They lived out Stickney. Scotty Thompson, Dennis Mims, oh, man, it was like. And then they had got me into it. So I, my thing was being a Hamilton All Star.
0: Yeah. And so
1: I, when I made the team, it was in the sixth grade because we couldn't try out as fifth graders. Man, it was like. And then we, we had the Dallas Cowboys stars on our helmets, but, but we was the Houston Oilers colors. So you know, you had right. that star on your helmet, man. You know, you was. That was, that was like the beginning. That was the dream right there.
0: It's, it's amazing to hear you say that somebody else was fast. Because you oh. was probably one of the fastest cats I've ever seen run. And then, the you know, players... it, it, Go good
2: luck for us fast, man. You know, what's crazy about, I used, you know, I was a jokester in high school. I used to talk a lot of crap, but I actually thought I could be him running. Because <laughs> we, we, no, 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 no lie. This is no lie. I don't know if you remember this or not. We were, we were, it was at track practice too. And he was running. He ran a 200 and a 100 and we right. ran against a stretch. There was a white guy who just outran everybody. at David
0: college Roars. Yeah.
2: And I was like, you know what, Tony, I could beat you running, you know. And he was like, yeah, whatever. He's, you know, you know Tony like to talk crap. So I, I talked so much crap, I got him to race me. Oh my God. We was at the Mecca, I'm a Little <laughs> where, where, where we practiced at. And you know, they, they said go. And we started off running. And I think he got tired of me playing around. or well, he got tired of playing. <laughs> <He> just- <laughs> it seemed like he just took his hat and turned backwards and just left me i was like oh my god i didn't I know. know what was. i thought that you know there's no tony is fast i tell you that right now
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I, I one of I the fastest that. dudes i've ever seen man one of the quickest cats i've ever seen was you uh dre because of the twitch that you had you was amazingly fast with your hands to the point where but i used to always say get it dre take it from him steal it steal it and you were ripped dude every time ripping ripping and you would always have two or three rips a game and which was amazing to me because your hands were so fast and you were so quick so but i'm just painting a picture for the family as to who we're talking to so so after you guys left nathan hill and you went to junior high and you left uh hamilton or and and, in or the north side we all ended up at Maccumber and after ending up at Mac humber we became friends basically i think it's basically on the shop path we chose we ended up in the same shop classes since we mm-hmm. were sophomores i believe because i remember we had architectural drafting that was like sophomore year i thought somewhere yeah, around but
2: that was, what was freshman year too when we was um we i think we rotated in freshman year that's right we, we had sheet metal you had uh uh drafting and bachmeyer and yeah. then once uh, singing year, we had to pick one. And then we, I mean, junior, junior singing year, we, had to
0: yeah,
2: pick, yeah. we all right. picked, uh, uh, what's, wood, what, wood, what worked.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. so after we got to high school, then, uh, I went on a football path. Tony went on a football and basketball path. Dre started out playing freshman football. I remember that because you shook me one day in practice very badly. I think i
2: probably- Yeah. Yeah. We, man, I tell you, man, that, I, Football freshman year, and like we talked about, you know, the uh, the build this area, uh, Tony wasn't in work, and you were Scott, but everybody came to Matt Cumber. So, all that in the Matt comer and I tell you, I realized that I wasn't as good fast in football that I was when I was over in CYA when I got in the other league over there because them guys <laughs> talking about printed Stone, Scott Shores, yeah, I mean, these guys were beasts out there,
0: yeah, yeah. So and then Tony you came in uh, more so uh, on the football side you were more of a like a tailback or a split like a split back then and then you became a quarterback correct
1: yeah that would yeah because my freshman year um like I said like Andre had mentioned before uh we was going through the tryouts and stuff like that you know the um what they call it the tour days and yeah. that's when I saw some like some talent there you know, like like Andre said Scott Shores had came. Uh, Keith Whittle. Yeah, and like I said, you know, you yourself, Prentice. And I was like, man, these some, you know, these are some, these are some bad dudes. Uh, and I was like, you know, trying to find a position. So I was set at running back. I was like, I'm cool to be running back. And I was happy with that and play a little defense because I, you know, I, I felt safety was probably my strongest position mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. coming over there. And then when um our sophomore year, when we were coming, that's when Newsom, I think, transferred to I think he went to Libby.
0: That's right.
1: And we, we was playing around one day at practice. It was me and Michael. I don't know if y'all remember Michael Johnson. Oh, yeah. We just throwing the ball. And uh, Coach, Coach Hathaway came and asked me, he said, Have you ever played quarterback? And I said, you know, we used to do that, the halfback option pass in, in the He said, I want you to tri- play quarterback. So, you know, being a team player, I said, I, I could do it. But – I just like man. I just didn't really want to, but you know, I looked at that talent that we had, especially the class before us. You know, everybody right. knows about the class of '84. I, I had to do a lot. I had to do a lot. So yeah. there was definitely so it was that '85 class, and I can imagine if what if we had stayed there, everybody had stayed there. Oh my god! Oh man, well, I think with, with the people that we lost during that time that had transferred out, man, I think we should have been a, probably had another good, great dynasty running.
0: Yeah, Libby wouldn't have had no football team had they all stayed over there with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because Butler left,
1: Newsom left, uh, Rayford, uh, Derek Rayford. Yeah. yeah, we
0: had yeah, we had some we had some talent coming from that area. Yeah, they ended up playing Scott in the city championship our senior year, and they got smashed yeah. by the Bulldogs. Yeah, I remember that, and they were the top thing happening over in the blue division. So mm-hmm. yeah, so so then when 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 you finally got your path. Uh, Dre, you came through, I think you had tried out for basketball at one point before coming and becoming the starting point guard our senior year. Talk, talk to us about that.
2: Yeah, actually, I tried out my uh, freshman year and uh, and I got cut. And that was like a, a, a rude awakening for me because I was like, man, I, I should have just stayed at the village because my cousin Mikey was like, man, you should have just went to the village. You would have been playing the whole time. and But I was determined to, to make the squad, you know, so... Mm-hmm. In the neighborhood, I, I mean, I was a beast in the neighborhood. I mean, I could jump and I could dunk. And I was, like you said, I was quick with my feet and my hands. And I was just wondering, and all the the, uh, the parents of the neighborhood was wondering, why are you not making a team? Why are you not making a team? So my sophomore year, I went I Football, I was done. Nope, mm-hmm. No, no. I'm going back out there and football. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I, uh, you know, I'm a little bitty guy, so I couldn't take it. So my sophomore year, I went out and um, I got cut again. And so I'm like, you know what? Forget it, just you know, just do what you're gonna do and I'll right, just run track and, and be and be fine with that. But then my junior year it was really crazy because uh I had played in mirror in the sports. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, Michael Jordan in the murals. You couldn't tell me nothing. Because I'm a lot of people who don't get picked up. So I was <laughs> I was I was the of the crop in that group. <laughs> but um when I got when I went out my junior year and got cut, I I went home and I told my told my father and he was upset about it. He wouldn't talk to Schroeder. Okay. Next thing you know, I was back on the team, and so I'm like, man, okay. I said, to show back practice tomorrow. I, said, I mean, what you do going there at gunpoint? You know.
0: <laughs> <bro>. <laughs>
2: so I went to practice the next day and I'm on the team. So I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm real well. Reggie 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 Johnson, I think his name was Reggie Johnson. Right. Mm. He, he was a guard then. Um, uh, Keith McClure was on the team, yeah. yeah. And all the, I'm playing, I'm playing good ball with them, playing good D, scoring and all the time. I'm so I'm really holding my own with the team. So uh, I go in the locker room to get changed. Great, catch the bus to go home after practice. And then, and, and you know, in Macomb's locker room, the uh, the lockers are so tall. Yeah. So I'm on the other side of the lockers, and I heard uh, somebody talking to somebody else who got cut, and like, man, just get your daddy. Your daddy can put you back on the team. It's like. Andre did. I got his daddy, put him back on the team. And they didn't know I was over And I heard that.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Like, oh my God, that's what happened. That's what these people think of me. Like, I didn't really make it on my own. So, like a dummy, I quit. Mm. So I quit the whole junior year. And then, next thing you know, Chip and them all came to me in the senior year and said, hey, man, you know, we're going to need you. And then we lost a lot of players. And what we want you to go out. I said, listen, man, I got cut three times. <laughs> this- Thing a year, I'm in the girls, man. I'm not trying to get cut.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, you know, this is embarrassing. Now I'm I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a hit, man. We we get ready to do wash up now, and 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 Mr. Bellbottom, man. We do a remix. Yeah, we were doing. But we, <laughs> I, I didn't want to become you know another laughing stock. So, uh and long story short, I ended up uh, trying out and, and making it, and then I'm starting at West Point Guard, which was really weird. My my senior year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is a great story, actually, uh, to come from that to being the, the starting and one of the, in my opinion, one of the premier point guards in the city. were nobody as quick as you. Could nobody play D like you and definitely could nobody run an offense like you, because that's just my opinion. So, uh, Mr. Goodlow, you yes. again, became the starting quarterback of the football team. Mm. That's all you got to say about it?
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, because I think it was, it, for me, it was more based off of due time because, again, uh, the 84 class that was ahead of me, you know, I sat back and I learned from, you know, Mike Johnson was ahead of me, uh, Jim Jennings, and, you know, to learn. And um, I just wish, One only thing I really wish that I, I, for myself, that had learned more about the rollout option and stuff like that. It was like say, I said, I had some great teammates yourself, uh, everybody knows Ray Reynolds, and of course, in you know, the RIP, Fred Ho who yeah. in a sense made me a better football player because if, if it was something short, i just get the ball to Fred and Fred do his thing. Like And, you know, like I said, the talent that we had there, um, you know, I wish we could have done better. We finished, uh, we, our senior year we were five and five, but I do yeah. say the greatest accomplishment that we had is that during our time there, we never lost to Scott.
0: Never lost to Scott.
1: And so Scott was the, at that time, our yeah. senior year, of course, with the team that they had on paper with Nash, Brooks, Smith, Townsend, mm-hmm. Keith Cook, mm-hmm. Lance Price, Abe, Matt uh Davis, that team was stacked. And you know, this they, everybody thought that was the year right. that they were finally going to beat us. And we played at Scott. And, yeah, man, I just remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember that that Saturday, man. That the the week of practice leading up to that, I remember this so good. Everybody was. Was, it was like probably one of the best practices we had from an offense, from a defense standpoint. Right. And we were so focused going into that game. And, man, we set the tone early. Um, exactly. It was like from the defense getting stopped, offense moving the ball. You know, we wasn't really pass heavy, but it was just that we controlled, I believe, the clock and didn't allow Scott to get into their rhythm. And, man, I, and yeah. like I said, Fred set the tone early. Fred had some good runs. And he when he busted that, I think he had like a 60-something yard yep. run for his second touchdown in the game, because I should have had the first one. I was so oh, mad like I know. ran I ran a keeper yep. around the end and referee didn't say I was in. And now you got hit by Townsend
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. and I think it might have been Brooks or Nash.
0: Nash but
1: they yeah. said I was short. Sure then the next play, Fred had scored a touchdown. Right. But then after that, man, the tone was set. And you wow. guys on defense said sure. it and the offense, we just kept it going until I think at the end uh, Rafael Clark. Who played corner at the time got the game winning interception. Yeah. And allowed us to run out the clock the last couple of minutes of the game.
0: Yeah, exactly. But one thing I want to say, because uh, you guys know that I am your, have always been you guys' biggest fans. And, but I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell it like it is. And I heard you say something, Tony, earlier about how the talent that Scott had and so forth and so on. But Matt Cumber beat Scott nine years in a row. I think it was actually 10. It was ten, but but I, I'll go back to this. On that field that day, all that talent played us. So that means we have some talent. Oh yeah. So, so and that also means that you were one of the talented people that made that happen. And you and and then you got to look at Dre's story. You get cut three times in a row. Not that he could. It wasn't capable of playing because he could hoop in the sixth grade. He'd drop a dime on you and then blow a bubble and run down the court. But his talent, he was that talented that he could come out and have a three-year starter get sat on the bench and he mm. became the starter and ran the offense. So Damn. what makes me proud is both of them cats was my best friend in high school. So and I I only won't speak on me because this ain't about me. This this is about you guys. Um, but I'm I'm just glad that that we were able to display our talent in an era in the 80s where there it was loaded with talent in the city. It was right. yeah, it so was. we were the talented athletes of that time as well. Mm. So,
2: and I think what 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 really goes with that, and you and you you are dead spot on. And to your point, what I talked about earlier about all the talent that came from those different neighborhoods to yes. one
0: school. Yes,
2: and to be able to like Tony and and yourself because you guys were. I mean, I was just uh, we talked about it before when you was at my house. You guys were the freaking stars of the freaking uh, Matt Cumber for four straight years. I was just a guy getting cut, <laughs> but you guys to raise to the to the top of that talent pool was just unquestionably just a heck of a job to do, you know. And to like and then to do that, when we in our senior years to beat Scott, like you said, with that talented team, because I was at that football game. And yes. let me tell you felt more prouder to be a Mac man after that but here again this is my senior year and as everyone knows football comes before basketball so I'm there I'm watching Chip punt the ball and I'm like man if I can get on this basketball team man (laughs) they were doing we were doing like workups during that time frame anyway so I was playing with them you know before season even got started they had little open open gyms and things like that and I was playing so I was like man if I can make the basketball team my senior year and that's all I kept thinking about but that game was really the turning point of me wanting to do something for that school before I graduated.
0: That's awesome. Mm. That's awesome. The The family needs to also know that all three of us guys ran track at one point. We were all on the track team together as well. And I believe yeah. that was our sophomore year. Well, sophomore me and Dre did it. it me and Dre
1: did it. I think sophomore two year to senior year.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. did yeah. I did it my sophomore year or, or sophomore and junior year. I think something like that. I threw the shot put and, discus and i think yeah you guys did it three years in a row yeah mm. yeah yeah so so not I, I say that for the football and fluff family so that they you know today's athlete specializes we were multi uh sport athletes track football basketball you don't see you hardly see that now with the new right. age because they specialize and then they get all this specialized training for that one sport but right. we did three sports i, I got three varsity letters you guys got two and three varsity letters as well because we did multiple things. So. Right. And so you guys then after after high school, this story gets real interesting because. <laughs> 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 and, and the family can hear my two brothers laughing because this gets real interesting. We somebody disappeared without telling nobody. And then because we all vowed to stay together as friends, which we have over the years. <laughs> yeah, that's so the story gets interesting. Tony leaves and goes to the navy. He said yeah. he let us know about it. We didn't know Jack about it. Dre goes and plays.
2: Right after, I believe Tony, because we, we used to go to each other's houses. So yeah. right after graduation, I want to say the next day we went up to Tony's house and he would going to the boot camp. Like,
1: <laughs> no, no, I didn't I didn't go to boot camp until July. <laughs>
2: you know? This Joker was going already, yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, and 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 after that, Dre goes off to Owens yeah. and becomes a, a, a starting point guard there, and and played yeah. exceptionally well. Then he disappeared and went to mm-hmm.
2: the Navy. Yeah,
0: I, and I didn't I, tell nobody.
2: Right, that's true.
0: <laughs> so I, I say to the family, both of my brothers are navy veterans and tony you did 20 plus years
1: uh 20 years exactly
0: 20 years exactly and dre Mm -hmm. you did 25 25 years so and i I want the football and fluff family know that we've all uh that both of my friends have given back to the united states as well being united states navy veterans and i'm very proud to say that as well so tell us gentlemen tell us what is life like now after the Navy, after your sports careers, what does your days consist of now?
1: Well, for me, it's more. Um, of course, you know, I work for the Coast Guard right now. I'm an Education Service Officer, which in a sense in, entails that getting the uh, Coast the service member in the Coast Guard is going to prepare for college. You know, talking to them about schools, how to get tuition assistance, doing financial aid stuff like that. Yes. Sir. Now, as far as with the sports side, um, I'm still Well, I was. We had we had lost a year because of COVID. Because I was an AAU coach Mm -hmm. uh, for the uh, it's a Suffolk Lady Cougars team, which is a sixth to eighth grade team, sixth to eighth grade here in the city of Suffolk, Virginia. Uh, So you know it's been a lost year. Then of course, no support. My daughter, she played um played varsity for Nazman Suffolk Academy. So this year she didn't play because she was very very. questionable about COVID so she kind of since took off years Mm -hmm. she's a junior right now doing exceptional in school Uh, high GPA and right now we're starting to look for some colleges we'll start that process here probably end of the month definitely in April to get her going and stuff Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. uh so I mean I'm still kind of into sports right now you know unfortunately I just lost my boys lose by one point um so I was kind of but right now we're gonna get that number one. So everybody know I'm a definitely a Michigan fan.
0: Yeah, and we, the dude
1: on this podcast with me, Ohio State just beat em. Ohio State, so <laughs> yeah. they, they, won, they won. by a point. So I was just watching the game also. But um, just to go back again, uh, like I said, the relationship that we had again started from our freshman year at Macombber.
0: Yes.
1: To now, present day, even though you know we live in different areas, um, but I definitely it's one thing. I definitely appreciate like a lot of people can't you know they they're too appreciate a friendship it's something that andre has what you have um and it's just something that i know like i said we've done things you know i remember from running track having andre there we was on the four by four and i remember the funniest thing we had we was in we was in the districts and we had (laughs) ran and we just had to qualify to top four top no top three teams qualify for regionals and it happened to be prom that same day Yep. So man, we and Dre, we had everything was over at Andre's house. So man, we running. I ran, I ran the second leg. Andre ran the third leg, and so we was running. And as soon as I handed him the baton, and uh, he did his leg. And I'm telling, you, we did We knew he we was gonna finish in the top three anyway, because yeah. Omar was our anchor leg. And man, we ran straight to the car.
0: <laughs> no, did not. Did not. Pass. Yeah. As
1: soon as Andre handed that baton off to Omar Jones. Man, we ran straight to the car, man, had to run to his house, take a shower, get ready for prom. And so, you know, it's, it's, that's one of the, I think, craziest moments we've ever had. So, but I definitely appreciate you guys um, during the time and, you know, seeing that the success that you have, especially with the podcast, because I've heard several of them and the success that Andre's had, you know, outside the Navy when he was in the Navy and outside the Navy, just a, a testament to what you guys have done not only as young men, but as definitely a man uh, of
0: today. I appreciate that, brother. We, we definitely are proud of you, definitely. Yeah. Brother Dre, what, what's the day in the life like of Andre Neal? Oh, man, uh, right
2: now it's, it's, it's great because all I do now is um, I'm a, I work for a company now called uh, Chugash. It's a government contracting company. I'm a logistic analyst. And uh, I, I just realized, you know, 25 years in the Navy, and then I did nine years selling as a merchant seaman, mm-hmm. you know, so we, <laughs> I'm talking 35, almost 35 years on the water. Yes, sir. Now uh, I work from home on uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and uh, I go in on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I tell you now, this, that's just the most awesomest thing to actually work from home. It feel like that I should be in trouble. I feel like I'm playing hooky, you know, <laughs> to be able to sit back and look at the monitors and order stuff for the company, right on why, you know, ESPN plays in the background. It's just one of those things where it's awesome. But right when I, you know, was coming up with my kids, I used to coach my my son, you know, he's 27 now. Mm-hmm. But with coming up through, through middle school and all that, I coach him in flag football played pop Warner actually Tony and I oh yeah am about to say that too coaches uh Tony helped me coach uh the guy he, he coached the defense and I coached the offense and we went to a championship and uh during that flag football time so and then Tony ended up coaching uh graduate when I went on deployment for basketball and yep. he t- took over from that so Tony and I out here in this area have you know you know it's kind of kept it together as far as uh Seeing each other and 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 then we reminisce and, and all that kind of good stuff. But right now, all I do now is is uh, be a be a pop pop. I got two grandkids. My oldest daughter <laughs> has two, gave me two grandkids. who I door, and so now I'm just being a pop pop. And when my granddaughter told me, who just turned seven, pop pop, you always on the water. You gone too much. I had to get off that boat. Yes, sir. So mm. that's me. that's me. That's me in a nutshell. Gotcha. Gotcha. You,
0: got you. Well, guys, again, the Football and Fluff family would like to express our gratitude for you two guys coming by, spending some time, and kind of telling folks a little bit about Tony and a little bit about Andre, the one we call good and the one we call Dre. From Toledo, <laughs> Cumber, Whitney. we are proud Mac men, uh, athletes of the 80s, two great athletes. And and it may not be said in the blade. It may not be said on a website, but I know because I was there and I witnessed the talent that these two men have and that they had when they were young men. And we want to thank you for coming on the show. Football and Fluff family, two athletes from the 80s. Andre Neal, Tony Goodlow. Thank you, brothers.
1: Yeah, man. Thank you for having us here, man. You know, being a part of your success.
2: Yes, yes, yes. You keep it up, big bro. Much love to you. What's and that? early birthday. You know, a Hank get ready to turn 5-four March 20th. I ain't gonna
0: forget that. <laughs> I appreciate that, brother. I <laughs> appreciate that. That wraps up this episode of Football and Fluff. Follow us on Instagram at Football and Fluff. Send us an email at football and fluff at gmail.com. Tell us about some topics that you would like to discuss. See y'all next week.